Yo, what up world? It's your girl, Kelly Howard, here sharing my personal experiences on how being petty almost ruined my life. Yes, all those petty ways and consuming my precious days just and petty thoughts just, ugh, why he park like that? Why is she looking at me? Is she? Can you believe she coming on my post saying X, Y, Z? Did what? Just pettiness. Just all consuming. And I know you want to be less petty too. Don't you, mm-hmm, girl? Well, check out these bars. Hey! Be less petty with your time. Okay. Be less petty with your mind. Be less petty with your blame. All that petty shit is love. Be less petty with your friends. Love first. Make amends. Be less petty with your life. Be less petty with your wife. Okay. Be less petty with your mom. Be less petty with your job. Be less petty. Be less petty. Be less petty, baby. Body aches, migraine, chronic illness, anger pains. All it comes from is being petty. Hey. I'm telling you now, uh-huh. you don't want to do it. Nope. Because that petty shit will have you in room. Hey. Social media, yep. yep, be less petty there. Because mm-hmm. all them petty comments ain't going to get you nowhere. You don't even want to be petty. Show don't. I feel it. You just doing it. Cause it's socially acceptable But don't nobody want no more We wanna move on to a new time Where we can love and spit these rhymes Like what? I wanna love everybody But is that even possible? With this pretty behavior I don't know why I start singing It was just in me Now my ears are ringing My ears are Hey, 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 what up, y'all? It is your girl, Kelly Howard, and we are back on Be Less Petty, the podcast. First of all, let me apologize for this month that I have not uploaded anything. I have been going through a lot in the last 30 days, Um, not a lot externally, more emotionally, which is what this solo cast is going to be about. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Anybody that's been following the journey of the podcast for a while now know that every now and then I'll show up with these solo cast conversations and that's where I just talk about whatever it is that I've been going through or something that I've learned that is making a remarkable difference in my own life and I would like to share that with you guys and so that is what this solo cast is about. Um, Sadly I'm not sure if my husband will be joining me in the coming episodes just because he has this new job that he's had for about two months now and he's really, really busy with it, which is making it difficult for us to get recording times on the books and him to come in and um, be here with me. So sadly, he will not be joining me um, in the next couple episodes. But the next couple episodes, I got some dope info to share. We got a couple doctors coming on. We're going to be talking about naturopathy um, medicine, if that's how you say that, naturopathy, naturopathy natural path yeah I think that's it natural path uh doctors we're also going to be talking to some mental health and emotional health doctors as well so that is going to be dope which is perfect timing because these episodes will start coming out um in May and that's mental health awareness month so looky there so on this solo cast uh I've been MIA uh I tend you know what I tend to do guys I tend to like get my schedule where I want it to be. I'll start planning things. I'll have everything perfect. And then I'll get used to that schedule and say, man, 
I'm bored with this. I can do everything in a timely fashion. I wake up, I have this, this, this. I'm done with this by noon. And now I have nothing going on in my afternoon. And so then I'll start planning things, right? I'll say, oh, well, I can start doing this and I can do that and I can do that. And then I pile on my schedule and I have this intense, insane schedule where I'm losing my fucking mind, where I'm like, okay, now I have way too much going on. Um, that happens. And then I get back to a point where I'm like, I don't want anything. And I want to um, change my schedule and make it a little bit more effective for me. And I'm going to get rid of this and get rid of that. And I've done that so many times over the last two years. Um, and this time is no different. I am at a point where I feel like my schedule is way too complex. I have way too much shit going on. I am um, sending the wrong message to the universe right now by saying this, I know, but I just, I have a lot going on. And I think too, what's bothering me the most is that I have two daughters going to college this year. I didn't realize how emotional that shit made me that they're leaving. Like I've been, I think I've been trying to avoid the fact that this is something that is bothering me emotionally. Um, I am happy that they're leaving. In fact, I want them to, I want them to get the fuck out. Like I want them to leave. Don't get it twisted that I'm like, Oh, I'm so sad that my girls are leaving. No, I'm, I've been a mother for 18 years. I have not had one moment in my adult life where I I did not have a child to consider not that I'm going to have to not consider her in the coming years but not so much so just because she'll have her own independence it's um and, and I already know I'm gonna get some people that's gonna reach out to me like I heard your podcast and it doesn't get any easier when they go to college I can imagine but I think what is bothering me the most is for one um it's happening for two, I have to come to terms with the excuses that I've been using, which has been them um, <laughs> over the last few years as to why I'm not focusing on the things I want to do. Right. So I'm like, oh, well, I got the girls and, you know, when I get out of school, then I'll be able to really do X, Y, Z. But now I'm like, oh, shit, that's in four months. That's in four months that they will be off in their own dorms in college. And at that point, I no longer have the excuses of my children. Um, not that I ever had before and not that it's really ever limited me um, I've done a lot even with having children at home but for some reason the idea of them not being there and me having all of this time is scary as fuck <laughs> it really is not only is it scary but it's also um, just this I think it's like a midlife crisis like I'm almost 40 I'm, I'm like, you know, when you're 25 or you're 28, you have all these grandiose ideas about what it is that you want to do, both in your career and in your personal life. And then life happens. And sometimes it's the direction you want it to happen in. And sometimes it's not. And here lately, it's been a mixture of both, right? It's been a lot of what I want to happen and a lot of things that pop up that I had no idea were even in my vortex, right? And I'm like, oh, shit, this is happening. And now I have to deal with this. And, uh, Thankfully, I've set up a lot of self-care um, things to equip me to be able to like deal with, a, you know, the meditation, the writing, all of these different things that I do to deal with it. But it still doesn't change the fact that I'm almost 40 and my kids are going to college and there's two of them. And so you're talking two tuitions. You're talking. Uh, oh, and gosh, guys, I, I know and not guys, but gals, uh, people. OK, people guys and gals all of you inclusively um 
remember in last season when we talked about be less petty about relationships and we kind of almost talked about finances and I was like, I'm not ready to do that. Uh, So that has come out. We've talked about finances, Mike and I, because we're in the process of buying a house right now. And so the fact that I am $15,000, well, really $30,000 in credit card debt, but the one of the cards the 15, one of the $15,000 cards that we have is a household card. So I'm not taking responsibility for that shit. But the other 15,000 that ain't household shit is all my shit. I'm talking journals and pens and more journals and pens and a few pair of pants and some more journals and did I mention that I buy pens on my credit card? Okay, so I have racked up $15,000 in credit card debt. And this is a conversation that has finally had to happen. And I had a moment of clarity. Uh, think First of all, let me say that I was so happy to get this shit off my chest. I was so happy to finally be like, yes, I am in debt, honey. I am there and I am tired of trying to hide it from you. I'm tired of trying to pay these goddamn bills on, uh, under the covers without you realizing that this money is going X, Y, Z or that all of my performance money is somehow just depleted. Well, yeah, that's because I'm paying credit card debts. Sorry. And I was happy to get that off because it, it, it kind of, it, it, it just raised this weight of guilt that I had been carrying. Um, so that's the first thing. Uh, but secondly, he said something that really got me thinking. And this is another emotional blow that I've been dealing with over the last month. Um, he was like, you know, here I am working my ass off trying to prepare our future, you know, for when these girls go and just their college and all of this stuff. Like we need to be a partnership. We're not a partnership if you're over here spending XYZ amount of dollars and I'm over here saving XYZ amount of dollars. It's counterproductive. He was like this $15,000 household credit card, we could have been paying down with the amount of money that you're paying on these other credit cards, menial credit cards that don't even, they're not even for anything. They're just you, you know, fucking enjoying the Victoria's Secret a semi-annual sale or just buying another fucking journal you know what I mean so I was like oh shit and it hit me like a ton of bricks because I got it we've had this conversation years ago about other menial expenses but this one this particular time that he said that I got it I was like oh I'm not being a team player right now. I do my part around the house with bills. I do my part, but it could obviously be more. And when he said that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I'm not being a team player right now. I'm only thinking about Kelly. And um, yeah, it did something emotionally to me that had me considering what am I doing right now? How am I showing up for my family and my husband, somebody that's out here working his ass off that has been working his ass off for the last, you know, nine years. I haven't had a job. He has allowed me to be a creative and something has to be said about that. And so, um, yeah, I came out financially, which is another emotional uh, thing that I'm dealing with because now the girls are going to college and you got all these expenses that are showing up and I'm just thinking like oh shit I thought we had it covered we have them in all these different programs that say they assist in all these different ways but now that shit is hitting the fan there's so many things that these programs don't assist with there's so many costs associated with this and then you have prom and you have graduation and you have all these other last minute things that are coming up and I'm like oh my god I did not 
consider any of this. So that was a rude awakening for me over the last month. And then I had a really big gig that I was on hold for. I had auditioned for it. I murdered the audition. They called me back. I murdered the call back. They put me on hold. I just knew I had it. It was a reoccurring role. I was super excited. And then I didn't get it another emotional blow. So for the last month, y'all, I have been like getting hit with emotional shit left and right and just trying to balance it all. And, uh, and you know me, I'm so very uh, transparent in a lot of what I do and say and behave that I felt a little fraudish to try to come on air and be like okay let's be less petty together guys and get back to life as as usual when life has not been usual for me life has been very emotional and and I had a discovery today um that I typically come on my menstrual at the end of the month or towards the end of the month but uh, or I come on my I have my I have my menstrual moods towards the end of the month I get very emotional I get uh just very uh, insecure in a lot of ways about things. And at first I was like, oh, this is fucked up. But then the be less petty version of me was like, Kelly, this is for one, not a big deal. And for two, this is good that you've identified that this is how you get at the last couple of days of the month or the few days of the beginning of the month. So knowing this, right, you can equip yourself to be in a better position emotionally around this time. So whether that's me not taking any jobs that demand a lot of emotional intelligence at the moment, or whether that's me making sure that I record whatever uh, videos for YouTube or whatever podcast that I want to put out there, making sure that I do that uh, during the times that I'm not that emotional would be ideal. And making sure that I'm setting up my time where I can read and write and do more uh, isolating task during those days, especially with the girls being gone in a few months, I won't have to engage necessarily like that, except for with my husband. And I think that's important for us to do as people, not just as women, but as individuals. If you know you have certain points or times in your life when things are a little bit more hectic or a little bit more emotional, like around the death of a parent or something, right? It's, it's every year around that time you get sad or every year around that time you um, find yourself um, emotionally unstable, then it's probably a good idea to start planning being alone or being uh, or being around a bunch of people if that's your way of dealing with it. You know, I'm more of a loner. So if I find myself being in a mood, I'd rather just be with myself. Um, and sometimes I'll be with other people just because it'll keep me from overthinking. But a lot of times I want to overthink. I want to analyze why I feel this way. Why am I doing this? Why? You know, I'm huge on self-reflection. And so I will take that time to do that. Uh, and I just realized that about my menstrual, about how I get. And I'm like, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity to implement this thing I do already because I already do this around like heaven's birthday, my daughter that passed away or Deontay's birthday, my son that passed away or uh, my brother's birthday. Right. He also passed away like people like that, that that I feel a certain kind of energy or a certain kind of way around their birthdays or around special moments. Then I take that time I need and everybody gets it because I've already made it very clear that this is the time I need for this. And so, um, yeah, I think that that's a really cool way to keep the relationships in your life healthy without 
inter intervening with these emotional instabilities that we all face as humans um, during certain specific times. So yeah, that happened today. And now that I'm ranting on, I don't even know where I was going with this. But I basically wanted to come on and do this solo cast to talk about emotional um just just being just being kind to yourself and being honest with yourself about what you're dealing with emotionally like it is normal to have emotions to have mixed emotions to have insecurities to have doubts um to have excitement right even that is normal excitement joy uh happiness all of these things are normal emotions and I think it's important to be mindful of when we are having these emotions, why we are having these emotions, what happened around it or before it or even afterwards. How do we make these more planned moments um, or even just moments where we can deal with them a hell of a lot smoother than allowing them to shut us down? Like I was I've been shut down for the last month because emotionally I've been feeling some type of way. I did plan something when I found myself being super emotional about the gig I didn't get. I did start waking up at 6 a.m. I forced myself. I said, Kelly, you've been down this road before. You've been down this road where you really had your heart set on an opportunity that you thought was gold. You thought you had it and then you didn't get it. And then you went down the road of feeling you know, sad for yourself or feeling like you're not doing enough in this industry or feeling like you're not showing up the way you want to show up. And you've done that before. You've been down that road and you know what that feels like. You know what it leads to. And it never makes you feel better by going that way. So what I did was I forced myself to get up at 6 a.m. to meditate and write before seven to um, work out or yoga, whatever I was going to do before eight. And then from eight to nine to actually plan my day, sit down, read and get really serious about what it was I was trying to accomplish in that day's time. And I did that for two weeks straight, y'all, two weeks straight. And I don't know if y'all been following me long enough to know that a bitch don't get up to like 11. So (laughs) for me to get up at 6 a.m m every day and stick to the schedule was magic it was nothing but fairy dust being blown upon me for this to have happened and it did and I felt better I quickly brought myself out of this down downward spiral emotionally into a better emotional state um by just focusing on what it is I needed at that moment. I said, you need to get up and you need to be proactive in your life. You can't sit around and lay around and think about what coulda, shoulda, woulda, houlda, because that's bringing energy into your vortex, into your, you know, into the universe. You're, you're asking the universe for specific requests when you do that. When you get sad and you beat up on yourself and you spend way too much time in that way, then you're telling the universe, this is how I like to feel. And I don't like to feel like that. So I had to shift that shit real quick. That's not to say that I haven't been still dealing with a lot of emotional stuff because of the whole college and because of them leaving and because of finances and all of that. I have. But thankfully, I haven't been doing it in the bed with the covers over my head, crying about it, complaining, saying that my life is over because, for one, I've been through worse shit. Um, I've been rejected before. Right. Uh, I've dealt with the loss of children. I mean, honestly, at this point in my life, there's nothing that can break me. Universe, don't take that as a sign to send anything my way. But there is nothing that can break me to a point where I can't recover. And I'm really starting to understand that about myself and appreciate that. So if you find yourself feeling or thinking or being a certain way, 
that you are very familiar with because we are very familiar with these depressive moments that we find ourselves in. We're very familiar with them. If you find yourself doing that, do something radical. Do something that you would never have done. I would never have started getting up at 6 a.m. And by the way, notice I said for two weeks because a bitch still don't get up at 6 a.m. now. I've switched it. I get up around 8, which is good for me. I still get up at 8 and I get shit done. But I noticed that getting up at 6 a.m., it wasn't like... I had a job to go to. So back in that hour, I would just be done with everything I need to do for the day by like one o'clock. And then I'm like, okay, now what? Uh, so yeah, so I get up around eight. I get that little extra few hours of sleep. Um, but do something radical, y'all. Do something radical. Do something that you have thought about doing, that you've wanted to do in your life and fucking do it and make the change, Okay. All right. Well, I think that is enough of me ranting. It's almost 20 minutes. I wanted to be like more like 15 or 10, but you know, a bitch can talk. So here I am talking. Please tune in. I have some really awesome doctors coming on for the next couple episodes. So I think it'll be great information on how to be less petty with your health and how to be less petty with your emotional health and all of that great stuff. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel, which is Be Less Petty TV on YouTube. New episodes every week. Um, definitely Tiny Tip Tuesday episodes. I make sure to be consistent with those. Haven't been consistent with my Friday episodes just because a bitch been emotional. Give me my space. Jeez. But I have been very consistent with my Tiny Tip Tuesdays. So make sure to check that out on Be Less Petty TV. Make sure to go to kellyhoward.com and check out my touring schedule. I am on the road a lot in the month of May. I am on the road. I am in Vegas. I am in St. Louis. I am in South Bend, Indiana. I am in uh, Minnesota, I believe. I am in quite a few places for the month of May. Um, And then back headlining in Chicago at the end of May. So go and check out the website at kellyhoward.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I appreciate you to the fullest and yeah check us out next week bye or us it's just me bye a very special thank you to lisa beasley our producer with she funny as well as Teresa stewart her company is colored she's responsible for all of our new branding and design and cards against humanity for this donated studio space